What is going on, Apocalypse Movie fans? I am Brian, this is Jacob and Jake, and we are here to talk a little Nerd Nation, episode eight, volume eight, issue eight, whatever we want to call it. We switch it every time, so it's just gonna be all of them. Um, but yeah, today we are, have a handful of topics for you guys that we are excited to talk about. Uh, how are you, Mr. Jacob? I'm doing fantastic, man. I almost said Obi Wan Jacoby, and I was like, real <laughs> wrong show. Wrong and I guess that's my official Star Wars name, but I don't think he it's hates it. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't work. It doesn't work like the others. It works. Anyway, that yeah. wasn't Star Wars. So. And you, sir? I'm good. Ready to talk some uh, comic book stuff. So. So uh, we're gonna just go dive right into it. Um, our first topic is that Catwoman has finally been cast. Uh, the Matt Reeves, the Batman movie has finally kind of picked up the ball rolling. Uh, we obviously know Robert Pattinson is Batman, Bruce Wayne. Um, but now we know that Zoe Kravitz will play Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Although it's funny because I've never heard them call her Selena Kyle. Yeah, it's just Selena. Catwoman. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, what are our, what are our initial thoughts? Well, I mean, this, this has been going, this... Uh, character and rumors been going for quite a while now. I mean, we we casted or fan casted um, yeah, Penguin and Catwoman didn't get on it. the casting table, Nobody which you can said see. Zoe Kravitz. Um, I said her for Kate Bishop. Um, oh, okay. she was on my Kate Bishop okay. episode. But uh, so we we this has kind of been in the works for a long time, right? That that was a couple months ago. That was before Comic Con, I believe. And you can go back and find that on the channel. Wild, yeah. Um. So it it came to no surprise that the character was coming. Um, but it's a surprise that they went with Zoe Kravitz because her name was never thrown around. No. Her name was never thrown around. Um, but once her name came up and they officially casted her, all of these things started coming out about the trio that was considered for the role, but also that she also auditioned for The Dark Knight Rises in Christopher oh, Nolan's movie. And it wasn't revealed whether or not it was for Catwoman, uh, but she auditioned for that movie. Oh, just... Something so we, it movie. could have been Catwoman. It but could have been the that was role. a while ago. She was a she, lot younger. It was then. ten or seven years ago. So she probably would have been around 23, 24. Because she's okay. about 30, 31. Oh, okay. Um, she so could have done it still. But yeah. all in all, as far as the casting goes, I mean, it's it's really brilliant. It, it is fantastic. Um, I really, really enjoyed what Anne Hathaway did with the character. A very different type of Catwoman, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but Zoe Kravitz can bring a certain. Um, grounded take to a character that a lot of actresses can't mm -hmm. um she's fit i you and i are about to say the same thing what that she's fantastic in big Little no Life. i was just oh. well in big Little Life, she's great in season one she's great season two she didn't have anything to do that's she true. didn't have anything to do in season two yeah um Except she mope. she is very very realistic in her acting like she she brings a certain presence to a screen that everyone can relate to because it feels so real life and to me that's like okay Matt Reeves is giving a very real-life, Nolan-esque take to this world that may be a little bit more comic booky than Christopher Nolan, but if you give that to Catwoman, that can be very interesting to play off of Robert Pattinson's Batman, because they're both younger, obviously, yes. which is very, very yeah. cool. And I also have a feeling that Matt Reeves, more than anybody in the Batman world, is going to play off of their relationship yes. more so like the comics than we've seen on screen, which excites me because Pattinson and Kravitz, like... That's gonna be killer. That is killer. Yeah, see. absolutely. She um, was, like we said, phenomenal in uh, Big Little Lies. She, she was arguably one of the best characters in Fantastic Beasts, too. Yeah. But yeah. she got 
zero the time. The movie was just bad. Yeah, she got zero time, and then, the, sorry, spoiler, they decided to kill her, which is like... Uh, like yeah, that character would have been cool to go in She would have been sure. phenomenal to see keep going, um, but I, I, she's I, perfect for this, especially, like you said, with Robert Pattinson. As soon as I saw the news, I was like, yes, that's <laughs> perfect. She has yeah. the look for it. Uh -huh. it like, she just looks like that's Selena Kyle. That's Catwoman. She looks like she could be very, like, slick. Kind well, of very like, agile, too. Is. Like, yeah. you can see her running on rooftops and, like, just moving like a cat as well. And I've been a fan of her for a long time. I, um, she was in Dope. Mm -hmm. she, was, she had a small role in oh, Dope. Right. She was in um, that comedy um, with Scarlett Johansson. What was that Don't movie I? called? No, not that movie. The one with the four girls and they murder a stripper and... Oh, uh, Girls' Night. Girls' Night. Is yeah. that what it's called? Isn't it Girls' Night? She's in that? Yeah. She's in that. Oh, yeah. you're right. She's yeah, one of the goodness. She's one of the friends. And so... Wow. i just Girls' Night? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and she, I sure. believe she was also in Californication, too, when she was very young. That would have so been a she long She was the job. daughter's friend. That would have been a long She was one of the daughter's friends. That makes sense. Um... So I've been a fan of her for a while, and I just I think this is amazing for her because she deserves an opportunity like this. And it's whether it's fair or not, these movies do put people in rough the spot. night. Yes, oh, rough, rough night, night, rough night. That's what it was. It was a night. These roles do put people in the spotlight more, mm -hmm. and a lot of people know who she is because she's Lenny Kravitz's daughter. But and Jason Momoa's stepdaughter. stepdaughter, stepdaughter, stepdaughter. Yeah. yeah, and as far as but only a, ten years younger than him. As far as an actress, I think this him. will just put her in a lot of people's eyes and I just think it's a great opportunity and they are going really young with this cast which right. I love which makes me think maybe they can play these characters for five movies it's... at least three yeah I, I would say at least three when she said sure. five I was like oh uh, no, I mean I don't want to jump ahead too but much they do, but no, they I, I see do what you're keep that in mind yes like, age wise the they can is, definitely play for a they're while. not going to cast another 45 year old person to play Batman no they're, they're going to well, totally and I also route. think I think at this point you know we've, we saw uh, Christopher Nolan's trilogy of movies. We saw Ben Affleck in a couple, and that was kind of a plan to be like, well, we're trying to build a universe. Like we want to, we want you to be an older Batman for a while. None of that has never worked out. They've done so many Batmans. I think Warner Brothers is at the point being like, let's make a let's let's cast someone who could be this for the next 10, 15, Well, no 20 one's years. ever the longest tenure was Christian Bale in yep. three movies, and everybody wanted him back again. It was seven and years. It didn't work out. Yeah, I think they're thinking, okay, if. The first three work out or whatever if the first one works out maybe game. this can be something for, sure. for the next 15 years, for sure and so. i uh yeah. going back to kravitz uh from from my my knowledge of her in the comics and it's it's more than other characters in dc but not not a whole lot um the one thing that you see with catwoman is that she's very very sexy like mm -hmm. that's kind of like the one word she reminds me of like a seductress yeah and type of and, like Zoe Kravitz can play that very well. Very, well, very A well. lot of people's Seducing. main exposure to Catwoman is in Batman Returns, Michelle yes. Pfeiffer, which she is makes sexy. It, exactly. And they did have this relationship as well. And I do I agree with you. I do think they're gonna play on their relationship because we were talking about it the other day. She's probably his main love interest yes. throughout the comics yeah, yeah. overall. For sure. You know, he's been around a lot but <laughs> she's his main love interest if you look she, at things, she's yeah. his pepper pots if you're exactly a and it, which is crazy i like that because she's a villain at yeah. first she's like a, she, she's, she's an anti-hero yeah, she's like an anti-hero but at that time she's a villain well she's, she's a burglar with the she's a, yeah she's a burglar like exactly. she's yeah so she does what benefits her she's a bounty she kind of plays both sides in a way mm -hmm. but ultimately ends up good i would say yeah i like i couldn't agree more what's funny is i expected full backlash for this 
because you know classic Catwoman's well, white and whatever. But I think everyone loves it. I haven't seen many. That's what I was gonna say. I haven't at heard all. yeah anything. No, I've heard one person say, "Oh, I'm not a good casting." Everyone's been like, "Perfect." Like they've been totally on board with it, and I mean, I've, there's obviously the haters that want to see the original comic book storyline depicted on screen right i mean it's the same people that hated on pattinson being cast as batman so it's it's just something that you know look it's not uh, there's there's hardcore fans out there that think that this character needs to look exactly like this character and this character needs to look exactly like this character it does not matter if that person can portray a great character Give them a shot. And no matter Catwoman's who they are. race has nothing to do with who exactly. Catwoman is. Exactly. It, it so, really doesn't matter. And yeah. Honestly, like, if you hate it, that sucks because she's going to give a great performance. Mm-hmm. But you were always going to hate it because the three, the three women they were looking at were of darker skin. So it only makes sense. Did they that, say like, who the other names were? Uh, Zazie Beats was the oh, other okay. one, which is a very interesting choice. Um, and then Geo's favorite, who he picked for Catwoman, Isaac Gonzalez. Um, she was in the, she was in the oh, running she as well. Good. She would have been good. Everyone would have loved to have seen would have done good, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I think, personally, for me, out of those three, I've seen Kravitz. Yeah, me too. See, yeah. initially, if you were to throw the three names at me a couple months ago, I probably would have said Isaac Gonzalez as well. Yeah, me too, it, actually, she, yeah. She just, I, I see her mm-hmm. as Catwoman. But as soon as I saw Zoe Kravitz's name, I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, I think from the vibe I'm getting, it seems like they're going for, like, a more grounded oh, yeah. Batman. Um, Robert Pattinson just came out saying his Batman's not a hero. So I feel like every Batman every Batman actor says that, though. I think they're honestly going to use... He sounds like that's something Batman would say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was in no, the role at the hero. moment. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and then... I really do think that he's going to be more detective than oh, yeah. well, they've been saying super, that since than the superhero yeah. though, um, which which is cool. Yeah, well, that's what he all, he's always been. Yeah, everyone's always made the argument: Batman's not a superhero. Batman's not a superhero. He's a hero. He's not a superhero. He's a hero. Well, he doesn't have superpowers. Exactly, which is <laughs> which is people correlate, but it's also because of uh, he's more of like a a high tech, extremely intelligent detective, extremely like, rich. Yes, he basically is. Uh, part of the GCPD that a level that doesn't match GCPD level, you know what I mean? Like they, he works with them so much, he can you can kind of think of him as like a a costumed cop in a way, Vigilante. just with with no yeah. rules, you know what I mean? So it, he's Matt Reeves knows what he's doing, he really does, and I think that he's gonna play on stories that we've seen in the comics and we've heard the Long Halloween or or uh, was it the ha- Halloween Night? Not or Long Halloween. The ha- Long Halloween, and Which I think just he's picked up and. He's 100% going to do the detective stuff and really focus on him as his and, intelligent, you know, hero. And the other characters we know are going to be in this movie lends itself so well yes. to a detective. Oh, what a good so. segue there, Jacob. <laughs> and it just didn't so do ha- that on purpose. So just so happens that Jacob's wearing the color of... Whoa, uh, I didn't even realize It happened that. today, the day of filming. Yeah. Today, <laughs> uh, we just found out that Paul Dano is going to be the Riddler, which you guys are excited about. I have not seen any of his movies that he's been in so i'm just kind of like okay but he's a perfect choice for really you he really is like everyone seems so to be like yeah. a, little, a little backstory on this for weeks now uh it was always jonah hill right jonah hill was in talks 
they were going out for him for the villain role. It was either Penguin or Riddler. A lot of people were leaning towards the Riddler because it just made more sense. Um, even though he he looks like he can play the Penguin, um, it just made more sense for Riddler. And those talks were ongoing and ongoing. Today, the day of filming, by the time it comes out yesterday, it was announced that Jonah Hill, he was no longer in talks because he wanted too much money. And he wanted more than Robert Pattinson. Yes, and you don't give a villain more money <laughs> unless you're like Daniel Day-Lewis, right? Like that's just Or Leonardo DiCaprio, for that matter. Like It just doesn't work that way. Um, so he was out, and then just hours later it came out, you know, they locked down Paul Dano. And I have a feeling that Warner Brothers is like, we're going to shoot for Jonah Hill. If it doesn't work, we need a guy on a back burner yeah. that we really want. And I'm sure the second that meal ended, they're like, hey, do you want to be the Riddler? So we'll give you just this much heard that, exactly. that Jonah Hill is out, right? Exactly. Yeah. See, now I think that it's different. <clears throat> I think um, that he was going for Penguin because I was online today seeing that they're like, now they want Seth Rogen. And I'm like, if oh, that... hated that. If, no, that's who they're looking at right now. Well, that's what they're saying. I Rumor mill. But like... To me, like, who's the next to Jonah Hill? Like, that instantly comes to your head. Seth Rogen. So I'm like, maybe he was Penguin. I still think he was, they were talking to do Penguin the whole time. But I, that's just me. We'll never know. We'll I never know. don't, I don't know. I don't want to say, because Penguin's such an iconic character, but I kind of don't want Penguin right now. No, neither do I. I, neither do I. Maybe later, but just, I don't want Penguin right now. I want, and I... Look, the Jim Carrey Riddler is, as a kid, it was great, but <laughs> it was just way over the top, right? I've been wanting to see a legit Riddler on screen. And you, you didn't watch Gotham, did you? I dabbled in it. That a was a bit. great character, but he was a Riddler. No, but he was a great, he was more of a... Uh, a he, was, he was Edward Nimmo. He was yeah, I only Nimmo, watched a little yeah. bit of season one. Yeah. But if you're going for a detective movie feel and what does the riddler do he sets up riddles yeah. and mysteries right it's gonna be amazing and paul dano i'm no paul dano expert but i have seen him in a few films and the thing for me is in prisoners he's so just there's something off about him in prisoners and with the riddler even though he's this genius he there's something off about the riddler mm -hmm. there should be and He's a very different character than Penguin, who's going to do all these over-the-top crazy things. And even he's a very different character than Joker. And um, I just think that this is more subtle and it's more low-key. I would have been down for the Jonah Hill casting. But I kind of like this more because the Jonah Hill casting would have been too distracting, almost. And it would have been a very different kind of Riddler. It would have. And I, I don't want to be unfair and say that it would have been a com more comedic Riddler. But I feel like it would have been, even though Jonah Hill is a two-time Academy Award nominee. Um, he's a great actor, but for this movie, I would rather see someone like Paul Dano who's going to play it more low-key and kind of just, he, he's more creepy and yeah. more, I'd be more scared of him on screen totally. as a Riddler character than I would to Jonah Hill. Yeah, I totally agree. You think yeah. make him more creepy than funny? I think so. Especially if Paul Dano's playing him. Yeah. Not necessarily creepy, but just more intimidating. Okay. Yeah. And I'll take him more seriously. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Paul Dano is the much better choice, in my opinion. I think that he faces up against Robert Pattinson a lot better than Jonah Hill. And would. again, young actor uh -huh. in their their lower thirties. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, I know that we've seen Jonah Hill in plenty of roles where he can kind of play the psychotic character a little bit. But I, Paul Dano, like you had mentioned, Prisoners. Um, he's been in other films like There Will Be Blood and Love and Mercy and. Um, 
even in a movie like Swiss Army Man, where he was, you know, essentially just a dead character the entire time, um, he, he plays a certain role a specific way with his face. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of body movements. There's not a lot of body movements, uh, which the role may require, but he, he acts with his face, and it's, it's like, really enticing. Like, the way, like, he acts on screen. Um, if he ever gets, like, that one role that is, like, an Oscar film, I could easily see him winning an Oscar someday. Like, easily see him winning an Oscar. Well, I think this role, this is his biggest role to this yeah, day. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Zoe Kravitz. No, more people know who Zoe Kravitz is, but I think this is going to put him on the map as well. A lot of us know him from the film world and, and other smaller films, but this is by far the role that's going to be like, okay, this guy really... Or at least you can be something. like that one guy who played the Riddler, and people yeah. will be like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. was good," you know. No, I, I love the casting. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's great, and I think it, it shows again with the Kravitz casting, it shows what kind of movie they're going for, what kind of story they're going for. It's very exciting. So I, I've always been looking forward to this movie, but just recently I've been getting well ever since the Robert Pattinson casting, but even with these two castings, I am so excited for this movie. Yeah, so to be am honest, I. And so am I. I don't remember the last time I was this excited for a DC movie. Maybe it was Batman v Superman in the early days. Um, but it's been a while for me. Yeah. It has been a while for me. I mean, you were pretty stoked for Wonder Woman. I was. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, I will say this: I was stoked for Suicide Squad. I was. My excitement was very similar. Well, how could you Squad. not have been with those trailers? Yeah, those but trailers it, it, the the second Matt Reeves was on board, I'm like, this is instant for me. I was. Yeah, I was. I've been excited for every DC movie, um, but. This one, it's, it's Batman. It's mm -hmm. freaking Batman. Is that and, uh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But I, like, we haven't seen... I mean, I, we, I love the Ben Affleck Batman, but the movies he was in weren't Terrible. that great. Yeah. We haven't seen a great Batman film, movie with Batman in it, since The Dark Knight. Since The Dark... I'm not even going to say The Dark Knight Return... The Dark Knight Rises... I have mixed what? feelings on the Dark Knight Rises. It was still but, good. Yeah, but it's I even the first from the first time I saw it, I I wasn't in love with it. But since the Dark, like this will be the best Batman movie since the Dark Knight, in my opinion. Well, well this there's is only been one. Honestly, still, this is the best movie with Batman in it since the Dark Knight. This is the this is the Batman movie that we've been wanting for a long time because it's really showing his comic arc, being a detective, right? Solving those mysteries, you know, going on the manhunt for a certain character kind of, you know, answering the riddles for this specific uh, uh, movie. But um, if we are talking Penguin a little bit, there's one guy that I wanted to throw out there that makes complete sense that has to be in this movie because of their past work together, Andy Serkis. Matt Reeves and Andy Serkis. Like, it would only make as sense... As Penguin? As Penguin. Andy Serkis and Matt Reeves together is pure gold. I mean, obviously because of what he did with the Planet of the Apes movies I and Caesar, it just makes sense. And even if it's not Penguin, it's not Penguin. But I see Andy Serkis in this movie... It just makes sense to me. Not as Gorilla Grodd or something? Maybe. As a, a mocap? Or a what's mo that? Uh, there's another Batman villain who's like a creature. I can't King remember Shark? who it is. Hey, there you go, King <laughs> Shark. Or uh, no. you're thinking of Killer Croc. No, there's another one, but... Put him as the Penguin, man. Yeah. Be genius. I, 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 I think he would do great as the Penguin, but I kind of want it to just be these characters. Like, so do I. Batman, save the Penguin for later. Catwoman well, and Riddler, those are the three main characters of this movie. There's going to be other outside characters, DC characters, but... Tease someone at the end, on leave it on three. them too. You don't want too yeah. many. Not to mention we already know Commissioner Gordon too. Jeffrey Wright, yeah, mm -hmm. so. which is awesome. And the rumored casting from weeks ago of Giancarlo Esposito 
and Jamie Foxx that were rumored around to be the movie. Oh, I didn't hear the Jamie Foxx mm -hmm. one. Those two names were rumored to be around in the film. Uh, it kind of died down slowly, but if they are cast, who could they be playing? Maybe one of them Alfred, maybe one of them someone else. Who knows John Carly is going to be a mob boss? But that's what he plays all the time. I, I don't see him being cast as that. He's basically he a mob be, boss in The Mandalorian. He could play Alfred. Yep. What if they do some crazy stuff? Jamie Foxx is Alfred. He'd like, be a badass Jamie or Alfred. <laughs> He'd be Alfred from Gotham, one who gets in the action. That'd be I awesome. Would, that would be cool. That'd be awesome. I don't know why, but I immediately, when you said that, thought of his character in Robin Hood, where he was like oh, yeah. training yeah. and stuff. Is like Alfred that's because supposed the movie to be wasn't good. from? It's, Alfred's supposed to be British, though. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. It they doesn't can change really it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Give me. That rumor that Pierce Brosnan was gonna be—that's good. Rumor. I would like that. That's a good rumor. Have He's on the spotlight right now. That makes sense. That's our next casting table, Alfred. Hey, <laughs> why not? The all the castings for this are coming out like crazy. Why not? The Batman's Butler—that'd be hilarious. So, my one question is: Do you think Selena Kyle Catwoman would be more bad or good? She's gonna be a little bit of both in this one. I do think that. I don't... Oh, for, man, okay, I'm, but I'm, hold on. Do you think they're going to tell... The, this is what I'm hoping they don't do. Do you think they're going to tell his backstory? Or they're just going to skip it like Spider-Man, like you've heard it a hundred times? Whose backstory? Bruce Wayne. I don't... No, they're not going to tell They're not going to tell it. Because they just showed it in Joker, too. They just showed it in Joker, too. They're not going to show it again. That's right. If anything, it'll be in the it'll be in the, the opening credits of the movie. They'll do a glance over like they did in Batman v Superman. Mm -hmm. Which was a great opening scene. It was. I don't think they're going to show it at all, though. I don't, I, I don't, they don't need to. It's kind of like need to. everyone knows it. Yeah. Everyone like the knows Uncle it. Ben or Spider-Man. Like exactly. The Those two, you don't ever have to show them again mm -hmm. on screen. I do think that this will be the movie that they meet for the first time, though. Catwoman and Batman. Okay, that was that was what I I don't think they'll have a prior relationship, because I think I think she'll be in all three of them. I really, oh, I, I, if they do a trilogy, I think, I think that she'll be in all of them. So are we thinking, you think Riddler's going to be the main antagonist of the whole movie? Mm-hmm. Pretty, of I mean, this movie? Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. It makes sense too if he's a young Batman. Like say he's just a couple years in. He's faced some burglars, right? Nobody like a real main villain. Riddler makes sense for a first real main villain. You know, no superpowers. Just sets up bombs or, or robs stuff and leaves riddles behind. It makes sense for him to kind of tip his toes in there. And if they're going the detective style, he has to be a detective to figure it out. So it just makes complete sense. And I know this is going to set you off. It, it seems like Batman right now what they're doing is grounded a little bit. Mm -hmm. This would be perfect if this goes off like this. If they stick to that grounded for Court of Owls to be like a sequel, mm, or come into that's that's aggressive for a sequel because that that takes a lot of setup. That takes a lot of setup. And honestly, I would I'd much rather see that over like a trilogy or two movies. That story is so prime. Like, it's we're getting too far off of a tangent, but that story is too prime. For just one movie, in my opinion, it really is like that. You can tell that story over two, three, four movies if you really wanted to. It's. I'm it's, just glad we're getting something that we haven't gotten in a long yes. time, which is Riddler. I mean, we've seen Catwoman, but she was in the third movie of the trilogy and didn't. She have, wasn't really even Catwoman though. Yeah. Like a lot of people, like she just had ears on her I goggles. Mean, she was yeah. Selena, that's all she had. But that's Christopher Nolan, right? Yes. Did yes. Not exactly. Calling her Catwoman. Exactly. She was a cat burglar. Exactly. But um, but she was Selena Kyle, so. But yeah, but I think it's gonna be more comic booky though. This, this oh, yeah. version of it. I think it'll be a mixture of of the of let's say um, Christopher Nolan's movies 
and Sin City. and the Michael Keaton ones in a way. No, I would even, I would even say something like Justice League. Okay. Because Justice League was way more comic booky than Michael Keaton's. Michael oh, Keaton's yeah, was yeah, like yeah. a weird gothic mm. club it in Gotham Tim City, Burton, right? Like yeah. it was kind of straight, like uh -huh. Tim Burton, but yeah. it wasn't very like comic booky in a way. Yeah, I don't know. Just give me like dark, gloomy. Like I'm like no, I think we'll see super superpowers in. The, yeah. Maybe not in this first one, but in one of these Batman At some point. Movies. Or, we'll like, see, maybe he's going through Arkham we'll and we see something. Powers, yeah, you know? totally. Batman doesn't have too many super-powered villains. Like, let, let's say they did Poison Ivy eventually, right? She's super-powered yeah. villain. Black Canary. Cat, yeah. real, a real Canary mm -hmm. cry. Like they're doing in, in Bird's Prey. You know what I would love, and we can talk about this later, if they introduce Oliver Queen into this, into in Green this. Arrow. Maybe yeah. he's not in the DCEU, but into mm -hmm. this. And somehow they butt heads like in the sequel. We're gonna talk about this later because of that oh. episode of Arrow. Yeah, great, great tease. I mean, great oh, tease. This is part of our. Uh... <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, yeah, great yeah, tease yeah. for that. We will but get to that in a little bit later. That would be really cool. Something where, because to me, them fighting Queen makes more Street. sense than Batman and Superman fighting. And you bring Stephen and Mel back. Absolutely. Or you give it to Charlie Hunnam. No. Yeah. Something. Something. Yeah. I Charlie. <laughs> what do you get? I just. I just love the Oliver Queen character. So he's awesome. So he's awesome. whoever it is, if they yeah. just bring it in, even and just have like Queen Industries, they butt now. heads. They Batman and Arrow fight. Well, there is, and then obviously yeah. they end up working they, together. They could very they could have a relationship like Tony Stark and Cap, because they're, they're both very similar in ways. Where they're both millionaires. They both own a company. They both don't have superpowers. Right. They both work with technology, and they live on different sides of the country. If that's how they set it up. But you can easily see something like totally that. I can totally see that. Very cool. If they are going more grounded in this, we're probably not going to ever see Superman interact with this mm -hmm. Batman, right? But in Oliver Queen, and they have sense. a very similar backstory, right? Taught by a different side of the world, stranded, doing different. Like, how much would Ooh. we freak out if we saw Arrow and Batman fighting side by side together? That'd be awesome. This Against Deathstroke. That's what I was just about to say. Have a team up. Let's, before we get off on a tangent, yeah. let's go to our not next topic. Not in this movie, though. Not in this movie. <laughs> no. no, no, no. Uh, so, our next topic is uh, Deadpool is, we know, in the Marvel lore with Disney now. Um, but more and more, we've been hearing his name come up, especially with uh, that picture that Ryan Reynolds dropped of him. At Marvel Studios? At Marvel Studios mm -hmm. saying that he was, who, Andrew Stark? No, Anthony Stark. Anthony Stark trying to be... And then they escorted him out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, his directors for Deadpool 1 and 2... It, screen writers. Writers, yes, writers, 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 yeah. Um, have kind of been talking a lot more, and it sounds like we will be getting Deadpool in the MCU, but more importantly, we are keeping the R rating, which is a pretty big deal for Disney, because Disney doesn't really do r-rated movies um so uh we have a little quote saying that uh this is from paul uh warrick and rhett reese uh about the future of deadpool in his movie saying the plan and the hope is that marvel allows us to continue deadpool in his r-rated universe that he lives in also hopefully over time we get to play a little bit in the mcu sandbox as well Jacob, going straight to you. Oh my goodness, I, I'm so torn on this because I know that Deadpool fully in the MCU means probably not gonna be rated R. 
And especially in the, when he goes into other people's movies or an Avengers film, right? Or an X-Men film. But maybe they can play it where he's he doesn't curse as much or something. There's not as much violence. But in those movies and then in his own. But I, I don't also, I don't want them to take away the rated R films. I want them to continue to be rated R. Deadpool is written as a rated R character. So it, that's just who he is. And basically, I think a PG-13 Deadpool is not Deadpool, pretty much. And I don't, I don't know if there's a perfect way to mix it, but... I really don't know, like, if you ask me, gun to my head, either PG-13 Deadpool in the MCU or keep him rated R. And I, I really wouldn't have to answer. I couldn't answer that. It's crazy. I'd, I'd probably rather him be out of it. Yeah, and I think I would lean more towards that because it's just going to feel so unnatural. And especially, especially because what do we do? We just ignore the continuity of Deadpool, the first Deadpool That's movies. That's the only thing that I've been Because you, te- you have seen those past X-Men characters in there. And it's just going to get really tricky. But I guess when you get into multiverses and all these type of things, there's going to be timelines. There's a way to do it. Um, but it's just interesting. It kind of, I almost hate this because it doesn't give us an answer, really. They said they're going to continue to do rated R movies. But would you be surprised if a month later we hear a different report that they're not? It's not going to be rated R. I wouldn't be surprised because these things change, <clears throat> especially this early in the stages. So. I'm still just kind of torn about this. I just want a clear-cut answer of, is it an MCU or not? We won't have an answer for a while. Yeah. I don't think we'll have it. I mean, him meeting with, at Marvel Studios is obviously a plus. Um, they're going to go forward with the character. They've, we've known that for months now. They said that uh, the one character coming over in this deal that's going to stay the same is Deadpool. Just makes sense. Um, going to the R rating first, I think that um, there's one of two ways that you make it happen. You have his solo movies be rated R. And when he jumps into other movies, those are PG-13, and maybe you bleep him out, or he makes some kind of joke that makes people well, wasn't, realize... Wasn't that uh, Christmas one PG-13? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, Sorry. That was just a full tool title, titled something. Yeah. Um, and then he goes into like a Spider-Man movie or something, and then he makes a joke saying, like, Disney won't allow me to do this. And then yeah. everyone understands, right? Yeah. And it can still be the same character, but it, it's different because he cusses every other word. I get that. But you can also throw in beeps, maybe. And maybe he's like... They're beeping me now? Like, all of yeah, this. Like, there's totally jokes to way that. to do it. Of course, and, yeah. And then you go to the continuity. Um, it, again, it goes to the character of Deadpool. He just makes a joke about being, Disney bought me and they wanted to keep me but leave all my friends behind. Mm-hmm. And this is why you see them in those movies and now I'm in them with these movies. And so it just, it, there's ways to do it. And it, if there's any character that you can make it happen with, it is Deadpool. Um, and then there's obviously the second outcome, which is you just don't include him in the MCU movies. You can he can talk about things that happen like maybe he's in a city where something happened and he makes a joke about it or there's an appearance from someone else but he operates on his own inside his own little world because realistically Deadpool's not saving the world on certain aspects he's fighting crime bosses or he's fighting someone like Ajax in the first movie with the helicarry that we thought it was which now possibly can be a helicarry <laughs> um, so he's not fighting aliens and doing that type of stuff You'd obviously have to connect the dots with the whole X-Men and mutant stuff that happens because he is a mutant. He is part of that world. But there's really ways that you can creatively um, and intelligently tell the story about how he's not necessarily included in this world or how he is, and he just has to be PG-13. Because 
He's not gonna go in a Spider-Man movie and he's not gonna drop the F-bombs every no second. Way. They're allowed one F-bomb, he's gonna use it probably the first second he's on screen, and then maybe something else happens the rest of the movie That'd where they make a so joke about it. so funny if they let one slip and then the rest of the time he's beeped and he's like... Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, that, that would be so him do funny. it in like the first three minutes and be like, damn it, that was my and, one. And, and it's, it's, all, it's also quite funny to me that this is like such a big story because we're, we're leaving out the biggest part in that he's now under the control of Kevin Feige. Like, Kevin Feige knows he's gonna what he's figure doing. Out, yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's in charge of all of Marvel now. Uh, comics, TV, movies, everything. There's no way he's not going to figure out a way to put Deadpool in it. Yeah, there's really not. It, whether it's on his own or included in the universe. And if we think about it, do we really see him being an Avenger? Like, do we really see him being an Avenger? A joking Avenger. Like, I, I see him as an X-Men more than an Avenger, so I don't see him in yeah. Avengers movies and online. I do, you know? I do see, I him, see him just randomly popping up. Yeah, like in the corner of the screen I saying hi or something. I do see him being a side character in uh, like a Spider-Man. Yeah, or, yeah, or totally, something like that, totally. or a Doctor Strange, yeah. something, anything like that. You know what? No matter what, I'm just so grateful that we're keeping Ryan Reynolds as yes. Deadpool. No matter yes. what happens, Disney could have said, nope, we're scrapping that. We're creating a new Deadpool. He's going to be part of this X new X-Men world. I'm so glad they're not doing that. I don't care what they do. Thank you for keeping Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. It just makes sense yeah. to keep him. Yeah. He's the perfect he's and the perfect guy. Let's be honest, money does not lie. Mon how much money those movies have made is a huge reason why they're and keeping they're only him as well. More money, the fact that Marvel Studios is over the name now. And can you imagine or even even better, what's easier is to have a Spider-Man in a Deadpool movie yep. because you don't have to worry about him not cussing. Or a Venom. Yes, which would even make more R rating. sense. He could do an R rating and with Venom. Tom Hardy and Ryan Reynolds. And Tom Holland. Yes, all, of all three of them in together. Tom Hardy and with Deadpool would be pretty good. Like, yes. that Venom, like, if that Venom could, I like, like swim. have Venom talking to Deadpool. <laughs> like, Those two together. Oh. With Spider-Man just looking at him. And you know at some point, like, if it was a Deadpool movie, like, Venom would absorb Deadpool and they... Can you imagine, like... Venompool, they have I know. comics of that. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Can you imagine, like, yeah. Deadpool with... Ve oh, my God. It would be hilarious. Ryan Reynolds playing with those characters would be incredible. They're gonna do it. Be incredible. I would love They're to see, it. like, Team Red on screen, where it's Deadpool, Spider-Man, Daredevil. Like, seeing those... Because they're all grounded... Or not Spider-Man, obviously. He's included in the movie. The thing but is, I think we're... I, told, I guarantee you we're going to... If he's in the MCU and it's all tied, they're going to see Blade and Deadpool on screen together. Makes sense. Guarantee it. Maybe there's this... They're in the MCU, but there's see? this lower level of heroes like Daredevil, Blade, um, like the Deadpool. And they're just... They're doing more like fighting crime boss type stuff or fighting he vampires. Yeah. He would be so funny to show up in Blade because he'd be like... This is oddly familiar. Yeah. Something like Absolutely, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. actually. Well, yeah, you make a joke from Blade 3. Uh, but, yeah, it's, we're, we're talking about all these characters, and we and the thing that we have to remember is that Deadpool works with every character. Because it's oh, all yeah. about jokes. Oh, it's yeah. It's all about jokes. Like, him with Rocket, right? Those two together. Or him with someone like Mantis or Thor. Can you imagine him with Groot? Him, him and Groot, the I Am Groot thing. It, like, him, him and Star-Lord. No, yeah, him, him and Drax. Drax. Like, yeah. it just... It worth naming all the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll probably never happen. But him in the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in Guardians Four. Just <laughs> they could put him in anything. Yeah. Deadpool and James Gunn would be brilliant, though. That is just a really saying. Good combo. Just saying. It's funny because I, I've always just like imagined him like they like make I don't know Spider-Man Three, and then like they 
to have Deadpool like in the exact same movie, but it's his movie where he's just like screwing around with everything. <laughs> like just be like, oh, this person's coming. Like he knows everything that's about to happen and stuff. I I don't know. There's they so can much they can do. do. They can do yeah. anything with him. Absolutely. It's it's gonna happen though. It's it's hundred percent gonna happen. And obviously, Ryan Reynolds being a Marvel, Red Reese and Paul Rennick. Uh, talking about it right they're doing all kinds of things and i think they're attached to something they're trying else. to figure out a way to make it work yeah like it's in like now. like we mentioned it's kevin feige he's he's gonna make it happen if it's one thing that he can and bring over i think it's kevin feige knows what the fans want and he i think he's tuned into what the fans want and he knows there's no way they could have just canceled ryan reynolds deadpool yeah. there's question before we no move way. on though is there a, a chance that Kevin Feige can get Tim Miller to come back and direct a, a Deadpool movie? He did oh, the first one. Probably. Didn't come back because of creative differences with, with Fox. Fox. Yeah. Not I, Ryan Reynolds. I think yes, but I don't think that's a necessity. It doesn't have to. But I would love it would to see be, it would be great. Mm -hmm. It would be great. Because Deadpool 1, in my opinion, Deadpool 1 is far superior to Deadpool I 2. I agree with you. I don't like Deadpool And which is much. weird. I really like Deadpool 2, but I hear a lot of people say they like Deadpool 2 more. I'm, I'm just, I'm astonished by that, to be honest. <laughs> I think Deadpool 1 is way better. I would love to see that, but I don't think it's a necessity. It's not like, it's way different, but it's not like we have to get James Gunn back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3, you know? It's, it's not that level of getting a director I back. think it was more the writers than it was yeah. a director for Deadpool, at least. I mean, they kind of, like, never left his side. No. Like, it was like... They're doing other movies together. They're, aren't they doing the Clue movie with those same writers? Uh, maybe. I'm pretty sure. But I mean, like, those... It's funny because it, those directors were kind of almost... Or writers were almost like package deal, the way they kind of oh, just yeah. always... With the, they never really let go. Like, oh, we're going to keep Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. And they're going to be a part of it, too. Like, Tim Miller he, was never this, really... Like, he solved. paid for them to be on set. Like, yes. he was out of his own pocket yes. to be on set for the first Deadpool movie. Yeah. This this yeah. also includes uh, whether or not it happens or not, but we're also going to get a Zazie Beetz Domino and a Josh Brolin Cable in the MCU. I hope so, well, if to be honest. The story. They're going to keep them. I, I'll put money on it. There's right. a good chance they only bring over Deadpool from that universe. There's there's a chance that that happens, so but I would love to see Zazie Beats come over. Yeah, I really cool. do. But I then you're know. not. You're but you're gonna get rid of the rest. You keep you keep it all. I you keep everything from Deadpool so, inside Deadpool. No, they. I hope they keep um, Negasonic Time. That's King not just what I yeah, um, She's great. Brianna Hildebrand. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she's she's great. Yeah. What was, I, who was her girlfriend in it? Oh. It was, I don't remember, but every, I just, every time Deadpool goes, that's exactly like the only one that would I'm going to look her name up quick. The only one that would be, we know her name. Like it's yeah, a, it's a known a, X-Men character. Yeah. Um, the only one that would make me more leery would be like Colossus. I don't know if they would, cause that's a, Honestly, that's a pretty big X-Men character. Well, the thing is, Colossus is from... That Colossus is from the Deadpool. It started in the first Deadpool. Mm -hmm. I think that's fair game. If it's anything that was began in the old X-Men movies, probably not. But There's honestly, not much of it. if, Why you, have if you ask too? me, they're going to only bring one character other than Deadpool from the Deadpool universe, I would say Colossus. Because I love I him and Colossus. Cable. Him and cable Colossus. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We should probably move on like this one time. Oh, her name is Yukio, by the way. Oh, there Yukio. it is. There it is. Yeah. I love that. She was so funny with her. Um, so yeah, our final topic is going to be 
the CW and the Arrowverse as we know it. Um, Arrow's coming to an end, unfortunately, and uh, <laughs> uh, and it's oh, it's, a it's been shame. a long journey. It really has yeah. because Stephen Amell is anything Amazing. you could have ever asked for Green Arrow and more. He literally solidified himself in that role. Like, I mean, people are gonna always if he's they the ever... greatest comic book character TV actor to portray a comic book character on TV, in my opinion. In my opinion. That's a bold Tom statement. Welling. You haven't seen Smallville? No, nope. uh, for me, it's Oliver Queen. Oh, it's, oh. it's... Look, Arrow... No, I'm with you. Arrow started you this... You did see him most bad of them. Arrow, was, Arrow started a long time ago. It was the first... 2012. ...comic book TV show of this renaissance of comic book shows. Marvel or DC. Yeah, it was. Very true. Yeah. Well, Smallville was the first. Well, yes, but... In not the new of this era, new era. era. Yes, I agree. In yeah. the new era of comic books, it was the first one, and it was a DC property, and DC mm-hmm. wasn't doing. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. We have we have nine episodes left. We all know what's coming, but um, see, I know I I you say that, and I think we're wrong. I think they're gonna. No, I'm, just, I'm just talking about crisis. Oh, I'm just talking yeah. about crisis. Um, but let's let's break these episodes down by one by one. Let's let's go through Arrow first because it premiered this week. We've seen the rest the previous week, but I mean, this episode to me. Was pretty killer the way they so the good. way they told the story how it was basically an homage to the very first season of the I show um yeah. all those and it characters. quickly it quickly and very smartly ran through the 20 plus episodes of the first season in just 45 minutes um i love the tommy merlin stuff obviously you have to have him in there because of their relationship and, and we such got a great character and we got such a short time with him he was only in the first season it was only in the first season, which is yeah, wild. It's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, um, Black Siren turning into to Black Canary in her badass costume. She was kick ass. I love this Laurel so much more than and the old she's Laurel. Still around. So much more than the old Laurel. Uh, I love that it was actually Don John Diggle that popped up in a very cool fashion. Oh, being, like the being the bodyguard John Diggle from the real. Yeah, yeah. Um, seeing Mora Mora back and uh, and then uh, Chase. Uh, having him come back and being the Green Arrow, which is very interesting. Oh yeah, that was great, great episode. Good, yeah. I thought it set up very, uh, very a lot of cool things. But the biggest thing is that they get right to Crisis. Like it's, oh, it's, it's here. On. Like it's officially here because Earth yeah. Two is. They're not wasting by time. By. by the way, yeah. spoilers. Sorry, oh, Earth Two is gone. Like yeah. it is wiped out. And if Crisis is officially here, it's wild. They, yeah. I couldn't believe they got straight to it. Crazy in Arrow and the Flash, right? Yeah. Well, in a, a Vision. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that episode was wild, and it was. I loved every single time Stephen Amell was like, "No, it's this. Trust me." Like he's just like that snarky, <laughs> like this is gonna. Well, happen. that's the billionaire so playboy. I didn't yeah, know. Definitely. I didn't read the synopsis of the episode or anything. So I just jumped right into it. I'm like, so "Wait a minute, what's happening?" I was, like, I was confused for the first ten minutes until they went to Dude, until they went to I, Black Canary. Me too. I, I was so confused. I paused it and I. I looked at the episode and it said season eight, episode one. I thought I was watching the first the very episode because Leon you, Leon you, but, the, but then it showed Batman, Batman mask instead of the Deathstroke mask. And I was like, "What? Can we see that, please?" I literally can you please see that. I literally paused it and I was like, "Wait, that wasn't in the original one." Yeah, and then I kept going and I'm like, "This is that, weird." That means that Batman was there with him, Bruce Wayne. That means that he got a hold of the Mirakuru. And he went mad. Like it was everything that happened to Deathstroke. And was, Oliver Queen beat him. Yeah. It was literally Arrow versus Batman on an island. 
Why do they do that to us? Because we're never going to see never. it. Never. We're never going to see and it. And I want it to be Stephen Son Amell. And whoever. B, I didn't even think about all yeah. that. Yeah. He mentored Green Son Arrow. Instead he of, mentored him. Like, he trained him. And then he went bad. That. And then, um, well, it, it wasn't it wasn't Stephen Amell over Queen. It was Vincent Chase. But uh, And then he went over to um, Star City or Starling City in season two, and he was trying to take it over with the Bat Gang, not the Destro Gang, right? I mean, all of the things that have happened in Arrow replaced that with Destro, from Destro to Batman in that world. Could you imagine? Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> Crap! I didn't even think about yeah, all so that stuff. Just a great first episode. I can't wait to see what happens. I could really do can. without the future flashes, though. I'm cool with be it because they're doing a spinoff series. I'm cool with it. But do we really need all this when we're getting no. last 10 episodes of Arrow? They're only doing it because of that reason. Yeah. And quite honestly, I I do like her as their child. So I do, yes. I do like her, but see, this is where I'm I just like, we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> so the flash forwards, um, the blonde girl with the bow and arrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, those uh, that's kids. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's, I thought you were talking about the So the, flash, so the older like, gentleman what? that's kind of like running it is William. Yeah, no, I know. I know okay. all that. Or his I, when you said the flash forwards, I was like, flash. "Oh, sorry, no, like, flash no, 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 no. Like, the flash They used to be flashbacks. Now they're flash. On yeah, no, I got, yeah, I got all that. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Now. Um, I was like, uh, "It's just I setting up the flash. future because we we know that a birds they're gonna they're yeah, I don't know if it's called Birds of Prey, but they're doing a show the canaries, right? with the canaries. Yeah. yeah, they probably will end up calling it Birds of Prey, um, which just makes sense. Um, but I, I mean, they're cool. They're not the greatest thing in the show." But no. they're not in it. I'm not much. against it. If so. we're like in the middle of the series or whatever, it's fine. But it's just when all this more important stuff's going on. I'm I'm excited yeah. to see that go down because it has to do with the Diggles, right? Diggles' sons mm -hmm. are going at it. You have, uh, you know, you have Mia Queen in there. Um, you have the two canaries that are going to be back in there. So it's going to be really cool. But that's that's far well, off. Yeah. So. yeah, William. Yeah, that that I mean, that episode was wild, and then the ending was like. Dude, it was, I was just gonna say that it was so heartbreaking seeing see. them all just like evaporate. And it sucks because he already lost Tom. He's lost Tom. He lost, he lost his mom. Again. Just he was. had to re like rewatch all of his friends. Emily died, but he saved Laurel, which is that could be some uh, some wild stuff moving forward with her. Because I mean. You know, it was kind of weird. Was, everything was happening all slow and just letting everyone die. And he's like, "No, oh, come on, Laurel, let's go." <laughs> like, well, he, yeah. he knows that he knows that he probably needs her. Yeah. She out of all the out of all of those. And that's the same Laurel, the one that was on in the Flash and on the bad one, right? That yeah, was Black the, Siren. Yeah, Black exactly. Siren. Yeah. yeah. So good. it's not like she was the DA in the yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a character yeah, yeah. that he has a relationship with already. It's not just a so random. I I, I, a random like, I like this Laurel a lot oh, better than me too. Me too. So and a lot of people. Costume is the, the original Laurel really died, canary, right? Yeah. And a lot of people thought, oh, she's not really dead. They're going to bring her back. They brought the in actress back way. in a better yes. way, yeah. which yes. is amazing. Yes. Yes. This Laurel was trained to fight and can do exactly. all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, we all clearly liked Arrow. Um, but that leads us into our other CW show, Batwoman. I know there was some mixed feelings, but now we have two episodes in. I really liked it. The first episode... It was okay. It was good. But then the end caught me. And then the second episode, I was fully into it. You were like me. So, no, I, I was iffy on the first episode. I thought it was okay. But I loved the second mm -hmm. episode. I really did like the second episode. I think because, like, I loved the ending of the first episode. 
So now that I know what I know, now I'm like, okay, I'm in on this show, and I really like the second episode a lot. Yeah. I really did. And you've been in on it the whole time. Yeah, I don't know what it was about it. I think I just connected to it because uh, it took me back to when Arrow debuted. It's grounded, right? It's not, it doesn't have to do with like speedsters or uh, someone like the characters on Legends or, or Superpower being like Supergirl. It's very, it's much more grounded and dark and gritty, and it has this tint to the show that I just enjoy more because it's, it's very, it's much more realistic, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I'm also interested to see a world of Gotham without Batman, what it's like without Batman around, right? All of these stories have always been told with Batman. I want to see what it's like without him, um, because all those stories have been told in the comic books and stuff, but, and I surprisingly like Ruby Rose as the character. I thought she was, she's always been like a... Surprisingly? Really? I've always thought she was a bad actress. I've always thought she was a very stiff, bad actress. She... She kind of did like the. She's doing a pretty good job. She did like the Kristen Stewart thing, where she kind of like opened up a little bit, right? And she's mm-hmm. kind of like embracing the role and and, and kind of attacking it uh, very strongly. But yeah, I enjoyed. it. I like the twist with the sister and the thing. Um, you have put something in my head that I cannot get out of. With that is that that she is her Joker. Yeah. And that's every time I see it now, I'm like, it makes me like it that much more. They have that type of relationship, obviously. Yeah. Now that she officially knows that that mystery, which I love, I love about this episode is that they didn't take twenty episodes to figure out out. if she was really her sister. I love that they revealed that. They just right away. It's over and done with. Let's move on. Exactly. And now I'm more invested in I think the Alice character, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm more invested in her. And something I appreciate about the show, I think it's in the first episode, when so I think she fights some of her henchmen, Mm -hmm. and she's a decent fighter but she gets beat and she's learning if it's a batman show he whoops all their butts no problem easy and a lesser writer or showrunner director whatever would have had her just whoop all their butts on her own easily but she's vulnerable she's not perfect trained fighter she's a good fighter she was in the military she went to do all this training and stuff her dad sent her off to do that but she's not like not even as good as arrow you know just whooping everybody she comes across and I like that. I think we're going to see her get better. As, well, they showed the promo well. of the last episode of her learning when she gets shot and she didn't know her suit was bulletproof. Yeah, I love she, that. She goes, oh, cool. I, mean, I love that shot. I love she's that very shot. much learning. It's so weird how much I changed from episode one to episode two. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like excited about this that's, show yeah. now. That's well, she's included in the crossover, which is even better. And well, she was in the first crossover. Yes, which, yeah, was, yeah, which she was already Batwoman and everything. So that crossover. Well, they... It's the last crossover that Oliver that Arrow's gonna be in. Yes. Unless that's not true actually. They could bring him back just for the crossover, technically. They could. Unless well, he does. Depends um, on how unless he does. There's except there's like ten million Oliver Queens out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um not if all these Earths keep going bye bye. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. They can get rid of the multiverse in exactly. this thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, they so, very well could. What if Supergirl ends up on Earth One? Her Earth is destroyed. <laughs> That would be wild for her show in general. What if she ends up and we see her in Metropolis now? Boom. And. <laughs> or I could see there's only like three Earths left or something. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, four totally. Earths left yeah, instead no. of infinite, right? Supergirl and or Earth 1. Yeah. Because they all operate on the same Earth. So. Except for Dang. Supergirl. That's wild. Um, speaking of Supergirl, though, I know you don't watch the show. No. You can. We do. Mm-hmm. Did you like uh, episode uh-huh. episode? I'm. Uh, not really to be honest i'm okay on it and i liked episode one more but i just 
Yeah, I, I think, um, I forget the name of her, the dude who worked with her and had a crush on her in season one. Jimmy Olsen? No, not Jimmy Olsen. Um, what's his name? The guy oh, uh, who's like our best friend. Uh, um, oh my goodness. Um, you know who I'm talking Wynn. about. Win. I miss Win. Yes, or I. Honestly, I for I was I couldn't tell what it was. It's Win. Yeah. What I miss about this show. She's off and, at the Legion, man. Yeah, and which is, can we see that? Please? I, that's a TV show. Can we that, see that? Because because Supergirl's boyfriend's with him. Yes. A real life husband. Uh Monel. Yes. Monel is and we, I, yeah. and I miss Monel too. Yeah, Monel was, was a awesome. great character. So yeah, I'm missing these these characters who got me invested in the show in the first place. And I'm just I'm not connecting to anything in this season. I still love Melissa Benoist as Supergirl. That, She's amazing. I'm, I'm always I'm gonna keep watching it because of her, but I just I don't know, I'm not invested. I agree. Right I now. I think they're just dragging things out that they don't need to. You know, like the whole season is gonna be about Lena Luther trying to get revenge on her essentially for lying to her for this entire time yeah which it'll be interesting which to see what actually happens. i do like lena um because i think at first i thought they were going to reveal to us that lena's actually a villain she's playing the whole time but instead they're showing us lena was actually a really good person and they're showing us her turn yeah which i appreciate but just the overall show is just i don't know I'm with you. i you know what i don't want to i don't like the capco stuff like honestly oh see that stuff now is getting annoying because mm -hmm. it's kind of just like it's the same thing they already did this where somebody buys the company and they come in and change it and they feel threatened about their jobs they're doing they're just doing it again so almost every single season of a different of all the shows have had that storyline yeah especially so. Arrow. do you don't watch mm -hmm. the flash do you not anymore let's talk about the worst episode of all of the, all of the episodes this week the flash the flash Really? Yeah. The only stuff I liked was him, when him going to the, to the future and seeing stuff. That's the only stuff I liked. And and I'm I'm doubling down on my comments from last week. Iris is the worst character in this entire universe. <laughs> she is terrible. Oh my Absolutely goodness! Absolutely terrible in every freaking way. It's awful. She's horrible. Like she's trying to be this leader. Just go be a newspaper writer. Go away. Go oh, write your blog. Okay, okay. I was trying to remember what happened. Like, in go this write episode, your freaking blog. The radioactive. Like girl, it just yeah. it really bothers me because like when he came back from from the other earth with uh with jay garrick he's on the couch right he's, he's kind of like struggling and he's like i need to die for all of this like i was i saw that i'm dying and she's like no you don't we're not giving up i'm like that's not who you are like go away let the flash be the flash and let him do that stuff i know that they're trying to create substance on the show and like there's romance between the two of them but it just really, married <laughs> it just really bothers me that she's involved in every second of the flash's business Exactly. Yeah. She, she's literally like, "Here's the Flash. Here's her." And I'm, I'm betting it right now that he doesn't die in the crossover because of something with those two. I guarantee it right now. They're in love, or she does something, and it's going to be the Amy Adams thing and Batman v Superman again, where she comes to the rescue for Superman. Now I Iris really is going to come to the not. rescue for I Flash. I really hope not. I really I, think it's going to happen. There's been times. No. There's been times where I tried to kill her before it didn't happen. There's been times where I like Iris, but. Overall, I'm just yeah. I agree with you. They, she needs to take a step back. Ugh. Character needs to take a step back in the show, and it's almost like the Flash is not dependent without her. Like you know, they always they have him dependent on her, and so, it's all about his relationship with her. Remember when I said in the first episode in the very beginning when they were like, and when Cisco said that's the real deal, it's it's he's the real deal. Like he's the Flash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not feel like the Flash when she's around. Yeah. 
He feels and like this guy who's still learning to be thing, the Flash. And they always have her like, no, Barry, you know, stand up and yeah, always give no, it, you know who no. should be giving her those speeches, which I love is Joe. Joe West is that amazing. Speech, that speech was good. That speech was good. Yeah, and it doesn't the feel forced. Emblem, it feels yes, natural, right? Yes. The Irish ones feel forced. And it's like, Worst. just let Joe be his voice of reason. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> you know, Iris. you know what you know. The show's missing. Harrison Wells from the first season. Absolutely, that's yeah. what's missing because he was that character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the first season is the best. Oh. Second season was pretty good. Flash. Yeah, it was is. Zoom. With Zoom. Professor Zoom. Yeah, yeah it was Zoom. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like. Oh, who was the uh, her boyfriend in the first season? Oh yeah, Eddie. Uh, Eddie. Yeah. Oh, Eddie, Eddie was Thrawn. amazing. Eddie Thrawn, yeah, he he's he's the reverse That's Flash why. in the comics. Or, I guess Eobard. he was in this too. Ed, Ed, yeah. uh, Eddie was a descendant of Eobod. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Eddie was a great, great character. character. Great character. Absolutely. Kind of like, he's like the Tommy of season one of oh, Flash, you really know? Was. That's a good comparison. Yeah, man. and I, I mean, sorry, spoilers, but that moment when he kills himself to, to make reverse Flash go away... One of the best moments in oh, yeah. all of these shows. Yeah. Did one Legends of the best premiere? Moments. No, Legends doesn't premiere. Probably. Like, Actually, it may premiere. And I've been watching Black know. Lightning as well. You uh, you don't watch Black Lightning? I want to. I I love Black Lightning season one. Season two's been okay so far. I'm I'm not loving it, but I'm still gonna watch it because. The guy, I forget his name right now, but the guy who plays Black Lightning is amazing. I can't wait for him to cross over with with the rest of the Arrowverse. I hope it's just him, though. Uh, maybe the, his youngest daughter. From the pictures, it is cool. Uh, there was, there's photos of a giant cast photo of him on the Legend ship with all the characters. So, I hope it's just him. Because, yeah. first of all, they don't have time to bring more than just him. And I can't wait to see him interact with them. It's yeah, going to be totally, awesome. Totally. Yeah. Well, that does it for <laughs> our very... Uh, all over the place. We hit everything. We went DC, hey, if you're, Marvel. If you're a nerd, you love this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we went all. We're definitely gonna do. Uh, we're probably gonna do CW recaps every week. Absolutely. Uh, maybe yeah. during this time of year. Yeah, I know that the nerd rate of the nerd nation is uh, every two weeks or every other week. But maybe we get together on a weekly basis and we recap these shows. There's so enough of them, and, and with the crossover, I mean, coming, it's every week. Yeah, I mean, so. it's <clears> arguably <throat> one of the biggest storylines. Yeah, in comic see. book stuff right now, yeah, yeah. on TV for sure. sure, yeah. But uh, yeah, you got a little taste of our discussion with Catwoman Riddler. We also had some Deadpool and the CW shows, Arrow coming to an end, which sucks. But uh, yeah, so for Nerd Nation, thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jake. Uh, check out Apocalypse Movies. We have tons of stuff, tons of new content coming every week trailer reactions, Padawan podcasts. Apocalyx now every Saturday. So every, every Monday. Well, yeah, we film on. Saturday. We film on Saturdays. He's right. He's yeah. right. It drops every Monday. Um, but yeah, if you haven't already, definitely hit that subscribe button and the like. And we'd love to hear you or comments. Give us a little uh, how you feel about what we talked about today. But uh, yeah, for Apocalyx movies, I'm Brian. Th Brian, thank you, and we'll see you guys next time. Hey everyone, Jacob Bartley here. Thanks for watching. If you want to check out something similar from Apocalypse Movies, click this video up here. If you want something a little bit different, check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.